I made my. Welcome back, everyone, to Brown Bag Bets, <laughs> powered by BetSports. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and sneaking up on us from outside in front of a, a lake there that uh, I guess maybe you can't swim in, but it looks okay. How's it going, Andy? It says swim at your own risk, which makes me wonder what's in there. So I will not. We'll just yeah, talk some sports. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll chop it up. It looks a little dirty, too, but beautiful day here. Again, traveling home. I'll finally be back in the studio tomorrow. It'll be awesome. I'm sick of having to – I literally, my phone is mashed between two uh, tree branches just holding it up right now. I should have brought my good phone holder. But either way, no, I'm having a great time. <laughs> um, but, you know, somebody – I bet on baseball a little yesterday. Somebody said, hey, Trout. Is probably out. Bet on the Astros. They won by a lot. So even, uh, you know, I didn't have much other action outside of uh, a few basketball games, but baseball went well. Uh, the Twins game went over. So it, it was a fun night. And, uh, yeah, it'll be nice to travel back home. I, I wonder what my family looks like. Be interesting to see them again. But, uh, no, it's so again, golf, golf started out nice day. It looks like it is going to be a course that a few guys are going to absolutely rip through. So, could be some low scores here at the at Craig Ranch. And you found a hammock, which I know you love hammocks. So, what what more could you really ask for? But it'll be your last day on the road here. We'll have you back in the studio. So let's dive in. We'll start with the NBA, and we're going to go back to something. It's familiar. It works. We like it. The New York Knicks. They're going to lay five points tonight at home against the San Antonio Spurs. It's you know not an ideal spot, honestly, schedule wise for the Knicks. They're coming home off a six-game road trip, but they should be rested. A few of their second-string guys are questionable, but overall this team should be much better than the San Antonio Spurs, who are actually in a worse spot, back-to-back, three and four. They're at the end of their road trip before they head back home with two dates for the Phoenix Suns. The Spurs are just in really poor form. I think they're one and nine or two and seven, or I'm sorry, one and eight or two and seven or something in their last nine games, but just kind of in a free-for-all for here. And a lot of those are losses to good teams, But the Knicks are a good team at this point. They're going to be at home. They're going to bring a high level of intensity every single night. So more than happy to back the Knicks here. Um, I actually laid four and a half earlier this morning, would play this at five. Um, Anything more than that, maybe a smaller play. But like the Knicks tonight, I think they get it done at home. You going to join me again on the Knickerbockers, Andy? Absolutely. You know I will. I always do. And I'm curious, and I I don't want you to sit and turn this into a research project on air, but because I, I did not ask this or did not prep you for this, but if you had to guess um, preseason power numbers, where would you have made, what would you have thought this game would have opened with your preseason numbers, how you felt about the Knicks before the season? I know maybe the Spurs are probably about what we thought they were, but uh, I made probably a little worse actually. Like would this have been closer to a pick Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Maybe Spurs minus one, minus two. Again, it's a bad schedule spot for the Spurs, so it might be one of those lines where it was like Knicks minus one, minus two, and everyone's like, Spurs are underdogs. I don't get this, and we're having that conversation. But I think you're right. This would be much closer. And, again, I think what you're kind of getting at, it speaks to how much better the Knicks have been and how the Spurs have been kind of okay, but not probably as good as everyone expected. So, 
again, it's, it's been a great near free year for New York, and they got to win a couple more games, Andy. They don't have a home playoff series yet, but they might get one. You might have home basketball in Madison Square Garden. That would be electric. I know I chat with a bunch of Knicks fans. They're, they're just – I think like a month ago, it was like the, the stages of grief but in the opposite, like the stages of just disbelief, like opposite of grief, like they're like, all right, the Knicks are just toying with their heart now. And then a bunch of it's like, oh my God, like they're playing good. Like some of these guys are actually stepping up. So yeah, it'd be awesome. I mean, regardless if it's a home series or not, there'll be home playoff games for the Knicks up there at the Mecca. Like that, that's pretty cool. I think it's good for basketball when the Knicks don't, don't suck, like could just completely suck like they had for a couple of years. So good for the Knicks. And yeah, we'll bet them tonight. We like it. Now, you said golf started well, but you've got a couple of matchups here. You talked about them in your blog, I think, that you put up on BetSpurts. But let's cover them again. These don't start till this afternoon, right? Yeah, these are some later tee times. I know I have one daily matchup going off. I did some full tournament matchups. Uh, most of my outrights I didn't even post because I felt bad. I played them in that, that golden hour where DJ had pulled out and I got slightly better numbers. And uh, I don't know if I would have played some of those if I didn't get those numbers. So I left outrights off. I don't do that well with outrights anyway. So Peters over, huh? This is one uh, Peters European guy. He's, he hasn't played a ton lately, but big hitter, everything from, you know, the, the stats that I do have from when he plays are on this side of the pond, or at least plays in shot link tournaments where we're getting stats he's looked pretty good and the opposite can be said for mr ha this is not uh this is not like a true low we just need bombers but peters does hit the ball pretty far and his approach numbers are good because of that he's not hitting deep into these greens and you know i am looking for guys who can who can do it all here and i'm, I'm not worried about putting at all putting should just come on these bent grass greens here. So that we've seen that already. Some guys are scoring nicely. And I think Peters can, if he can just reach these greens in two, he has some makeable pots. He should be able to score. And I did sell a half stroke on that to get it out to a plus number because he was a little bigger favorite. I like this one quite a bit. That's probably, again, uh, when I pull it up I'm, and I'm in a different time zone, I get confused. So I don't know, like one, two o'clock, something like that. It's, a couple hours from now, at least an hour from now for some of these. Uh, one of one of them, like I said, did tee off, but this one is at least an hour, maybe two hours from now. And the same thing with Dougie Gim. Dougie Gim popping in all my models again this week. I love bet on this guy, but I love Dougie Gim. And, and Howell is the guy, too, where I, I will I will be fine fading him because he has some unsustainable results, I believe. It's not like he's winning tournaments, but – even where he's at, I don't think it's super sustainable. I know our guy JMS spoke to that a little over on the Matchbook Pod the other day. But Doug Gim, again, a guy, you look at his finish and you see a bunch of really good numbers. Like, oh, you good approach guy, good off the tee, decent driver of the ball, does everything right, loses a shitload of strokes on the green. Like just his putting lets him down every week. And with the easier greens, I think we can see a little bit of balance to that. Maybe he doesn't. He doesn't give up and lose, you know, four, five, six, seven strokes on the putting surface. He'd buoy himself into a little better of a situation, actually score on some of these fives. These fives are very scorable. He should be able to score here. And, uh, yeah, I took him over. Charles Howell the third. that's what that abbreviation is for. So Dougie Gim's a guy I like a lot this week. Yeah, it's good to go with guys that have a little more variance to their putting. That's something that's I think you know ends up to be more in your favor. In this kind of situation, oh, yeah. it might not matter because he might just be hitting putts that are so short. So I always like that strategy on courses oh, yeah. like this. 
Yeah, if he putts well, he'll finish well. And that can be said for all the tournaments he played. If he would have putt better, he would have had some top 10, top 20 finishes. Oh, absolutely. I, I, don't, I, don't, yeah, I don't need him to win the tournament. Just beat Howell here. Just for today. Just one day. Just one day. That's all we one need. More night. I, no, uh, we... I went and checked my tennis bets. It looks like one did not settle yet. Did that get pushed or was it always scheduled for like noon? The it's underway. Spitalina. So it's starting what? now? Oh, it just started. Spitalina Muguruza should be starting shortly. Let me just double check. I think I'm like 20 minutes. It seemed like it's starting now. So It looks like it should be just underway. Uh, no, it looks yeah. like Gerber Ostapenko there in the third set. It'll probably come on just after that. Um, you know, so probably just after we're done. But we did get our over this morning earlier. We didn't get three sets. Sabalenka just looked exhausted. She did not yes. look very well, but we got enough games at everybody. Got our over 20, 21, 20 and a half, all those. I think 21 pushed, but yeah, the 20, 20 and a half, uh, which I think everybody had. Ended up 12 and 9, I think. You ended up with 7, 5, 6, 3. So overall, pretty good. And the good news is, Andy, Coco Goff won, which means we get to do it all again. Um, now, this one's a little tougher. Um, again, Barty, similar to Sabalenka, had played finals the last two weeks, should be fatigued here, um, but it continued to play good tennis. I expect this to be a longer match. I would make this 21, 20, a cheap 21 and a half. The over two and a half sets line would have it closer to like plus 160, maybe plus 155 if I tweak some things in Goff's favor, given how well she's played this week. She's a much younger player, so she's a little harder to handicap on clay because you just don't have the large sample size, especially at this level. But has played well this week, continues to serve, and her power is always a weapon, especially on courts where not a lot of players can hit winners. So Barty, I think, again, deserves to be the favorite in this match. I think she wins, but happy to go over here again with two players that serve well and can hit winners here. I think we'll have at least one long set, hopefully three sets, Andy. Plus 180 is pretty aggressive. And I guess it is just because of the, you know, you do have to set it that with the money lines being what they are and party being the level of player she is. I mean, she's a very, very high level player, but it's still women's tennis and Coco, Coco can redline for a set. Like basically, and if you want to play this a little differently, what is the golf plus one and a half price? Let me pull that up quickly. I mean, it should it's, be. It's got to be. There's got to be. And it be I'm a not, small plus money if I had to guess. I was going to say where the money line plus, is and where plus the handicap 15, is. Plus one fifteen, plus one twenty. Yeah. That's oh, and thinking. I was curious if you if you if you thought that would be a half decent play because a lot of what we're banking on here, I, I really don't. And yes, Goff could win this in three, but Goff really needs to get a set or at least. Uh, you know, you could get the total. If golf can force a tiebreaker, at least, obviously we'll be in really solid shape. But I don't hate that either just because she – in a match where she ends up losing, it'd be a little bit of a bonus because then we don't get her next, next the next round. But I think if she redlines for a set, she still loses because she does that and then loses the next set 6-1, something along yeah. the line. It looks like it's plus 110. It's okay. I think that's a solid way to look at it. I just – if she takes a set, it's hard for me to see her beating Barty 2-0. The likelihood of that is just so low to me. I'd rather play the over two and a half sets here, plus 180. Oh, sure. If you wanted to do something like that, maybe go like a Goff 2-1. Like, just better to win or something like that. Um, but, yeah, I think, the, I think the total here, and again, because we're under 21, which is kind of that key number, um, that's why I think that, like you said, the two and a half set price is so low, and we have protection. We can cover that total in two sets. We don't need her to take one. Sure. Yeah, I'm on it. I'll probably just play those totals, stay away from the golf stuff. I don't really want to bet on Corey today, so 
we'll uh, we'll just bet on her to at least get us some tiebreakers here. I love it. And let's go on to uh, everyone's favorite. There's finally, we have NFL week one lines here. Um, you know what? Maybe I'll zoom in a little bit. Those might be tough to read for the folks. I didn't realize how small they I'm looking, were. I'm but, looking at it on my phone. I can't see them, Alex. Hold on a second. But um, we'll go back up. Uh, there's a couple lines that stuck out to you. You know, as I try to zoom these in a little bit, Andy, do you want to talk about um, what's going on in the Packers game there? Yeah. Uh, the Packers, it, it's not up everywhere. There's, you know, there's some spots that have decided not to hang the Packers. And really, I don't blame them because with the uncertainty, all the reports we're getting from, uh, from you know, just whatever news sources we're getting about Aaron Rodgers, I'm I'm absolutely sketched out about uh, betting on that game. I can't believe some of the offshores are hanging lines for the Packers. Again, it's low limits. They're not they're not too worried about getting a huge exposure and then watching a line move six points. But yeah, the fact that they put a lineup for that was interesting. I believe it's about saints minus two and a half Packers, a slight dog on the road to another decent team, but it'll be weird. Would, uh, you know, if they would have scheduled that game, you know, oh, that's Rogers freeze. And now it's going to be like Taysom Hill, Jordan love, something like that, uh, where we currently sit. So I won't be getting involved in that. I'm just, uh, interested in seeing why that's up, uh, you know, why, why they would even hang that even on low limits. It doesn't seem like you need to do that, but yeah, a couple I looked at right away, uh, the, the, the Steelers under, I felt like that was a touch high. Again, I, I think it was 50 and a half. I believe I wrote, uh, when I was kind of shopping around, I've not fired on any of these. These were just Alex. It's like, are these all plays? He's like slide just easing right into it. I Andy, like, no, I'm not going to fire on some of these early, early ones too quick and then do a little research, but Steelers under kind of pop for me. The Steelers might suck, but the Steelers defense is going to get healthy. It's not going to be, you know, an elite top five defense, but it'll be a top 10 defense. And I mean, they're going to be playing against a high level defense and they're going to be having a terrible offensive line. They're going to try to incorporate a rookie running back. Big Ben looks like he lost a lot towards the end of the year. I'm not excited about the, Bills, or excuse me, the, the Steelers offense whatsoever. Even with all those big name receivers, all those big names, if you don't have a good offensive line and a quarterback who can move it all, I think that offense might end up being kind of bad. So, yeah, Steelers under, and it looks like Patrick played under 51 and a half. Not a bad look there. Also, the Bears, uh, it's funny, I said I'd play the Bears Rams under. We knew that game was happening. I said, if it's like 43, 44, I'll play that under. It's 45. I'm probably actually going to play that one. I like uh, I like both of those defenses, and I hate both of those offenses. Again, I think sliding new quarterbacks in in the first week, a couple of quarterbacks I don't really care for all that much. It's going to be a little tough, especially we're going to have a shorter – I wonder, too, of week one, we'll, we'll find out once we get there. We're going to have a shorter preseason again, and I don't know if that helps – it's not going to hurt every team the same, but there's going to be some teams that are going to be, hey, we're bringing in a new quarterback, new offense. Things might get a little slippery here. So under 45 in the Bears game, I'm trying to even think. I'm, I might even have to go back to the chat to see what I all played. But uh, uh, the, oh, the Lions, uh, betting on shitty teams again? I guess that's me. Here we go, underdogs. It was like Lions plus seven and Lions a half, seven and a half I think. Yeah. Well, not knowing what you're getting out of the Niners. Either I'm getting a rookie quarterback who played like 15 15- Division two games, FCS, or I'm getting Garoppolo. And again, the Niners are a very good team. They just had so many injuries. I still don't think we should be laying, you know, seven and a half on the road 
Uh, and yes, it's golf. I don't love golf, but yeah, th- this screams one of those games. Oh, the Niners, what they scored nine points one or they shut off the, the Redskins the other year, didn't cover. I don't think it's like the Lions offense keeps them in this game. I think it is a low scoring game we start off the season with. And seven and a half was just a bit too much on the road. I make that closer to like six and a half. I think we're on the wrong side of seven. You're not going to see these fly just because big, you know, you can't take huge bets on this. Yeah. Limits are low. They're not going to take big, big bets on this. Uh, some people are bringing up Jacksonville. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm fading Jacksonville this year as a whole. Yeah, I don't you think put Jacksonville's gonna, a favorite. I don't. Well, and like I don't think the quarterback they're gonna, this game maybe. <laughs> I, I don't think they're going to be good. Like as a whole. But if you got like a two, I don't hate the two here. I get it, it's tough to, and that and that's where it's tough to me. Like, oh man, am I going to bet Jacksonville is a road favorite? Uh, I don't know if you can bet the Texans this year. Like I say, Jacksonville's a fade. Texans might be a bigger fade. This is going to be an ugly game, and uh, it'll be you know some people have brought that up in the rookie of the year markets. This might be the oh shit like T Law he's here like he looks so good because he played the Texans out of the out of the gate and. You know, Trevor Lawrence plays very well in this game. We might see some other rookie of the year numbers pop out that you could be grabbing immediately. Like he plays well, all the other numbers drop a little. So I'm actually hoping I won't bet on Jacksonville because I, I will be hoping that Lawrence plays very well, looks good, and the other rookie of the year numbers look like uh, look like shit. And uh, Kyle says tailing Joey Nish. Like anytime I bet the Lions, technically I'd be bail- betting or tailing him. That guy plays his Lions way too much for a smart guy. So, and yeah, I, I mostly looked at totals. If you want to pop to the next slide, I didn't have a good take in Indy. Some of these games, I just haven't had a chance to look at the, you know, my, my true I don't numbers think you had yet. anything on this page. Dallas, Tampa, Philly, Atlanta, yeah. or Pittsburgh, Buffalo. You had an under in Pittsburgh, Buffalo. Yeah, Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh, Buffalo too. It's like those are going to be very good defenses. Well, that was a different uh, number. You had fifty and a half. I'm looking at forty eight right now. Wow. Yeah. Shop around because I found a fifty and a half this morning, and maybe God, maybe if I log back in, it, it got beat up. But um, I don't. I wouldn't play under forty eight. Once it crossed forty nine and a half, I'd be done. So fifty and a half for sure was a play for me. The Jets game, I'd be staying away from a lot of uncertainty there and Carol and Carolina. Rookie quarterback starting on the road isn't uh, a great way to start your season to, to back them, especially against uh, instant grudge match. Darnold playing his Jets immediately. That's fun. Like, from the schedule maker's standpoint, it's, it's fun at least. And then uh, what, what was the last page there? Last page, we got five here. Chargers. Washington Browns Chiefs. It looks like you like the Browns there plus six. Oh yeah, I, d- I did like the Browns. Well, I I'm very pro Browns. I think they're going to be a very good team. I'm not going to sit and hammer all their futures, but this game, the, these two teams are a lot closer than I think uh, a lot of people would make them just because the Browns maybe a little more upstart. Oh, they finally made the playoffs. So they got the monkey off their back, and the the Chiefs have been doing it for a few yards. They have a god under center, but uh, you know we'll see how these offensive line upgrades work. And if it's not, but I, I make this like four and a half, five. I don't know. Six is a bit much, even on the road. So, and truly, the, these road games to start the season, unless they're in like Denver or Miami, you you often will get a little more time to travel. It's not like you just played a competitive game the week before. So, I'm less likely to penalize a team for being on the road week one. Hey, the other one that looks like it moved a bit based on some of the earlier tweets I saw, the Ravens are down to four and a half. I think that opened six and a half, five and a half places. So the Raiders, despite all, all as much as we like their season win total under, taking a lot of money. Any idea why anyone's betting that or who might be betting that? 
again, it's early and limits are low, so it might maybe not be just, anybody serious. Maybe just the number play, and yeah, people are hammering the, the teasers. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of teasers. I will, if these, you know, there, there's so many numbers that some of these will be within range even once we get to the season. Yeah, teaser, teasing season is back. I'm jacked for that, but uh, yeah, I don't understand the movement on that. I would, uh, I would hope we could see a little better offense. I liked who they drafted. They got a good receiver to go along with uh, Lamar. I think they, they've added some nice pieces, and yeah, I'm, I'm pro Ravens. They still might be the, the second best team in their division, but they still are, you know, maybe a top six team. They're a playoff team. Certainly, I think they make the, the playoffs as a wild card, and I'm, yeah, I'm not keen on uh, the yeah, Raiders. I think their offense might take a step back in their defense. I don't understand how that'll improve at all. So I am down on that. I, I don't know if I would want to lay that on the road, but uh, yeah, somebody said this, Sam Lipscomb, Ravens team total over might be a look. Uh, they, and yeah, Patrick, they destroyed bad teams last year. Like you, you'll look, look at the scores and some of the games against like the Bengals and some of the worst teams, like they, you know, they are capable of running it up. They do run it up. So Ravens team total over. That's uh, that's the last one I'll give you today. And then I got to go take a bath in the lake. That sounds like a lot of fun. And, of course, we have to thank our sponsor for providing those lines. Make sure you check them out. You get a risk-free bet, Andy, and win bet. I don't know if Atlanta has that or not. I don't know if we're available in Georgia, but it's a bunch of states now. It's expanding. There are links everywhere. I think the main place is on our Twitter page at Brown Bag Bets. But make sure you sign up there. You get your risk-free bet. It's a little early to start using this on some of the week one stuff. But, you know, maybe the over two and a half sets in Barty Comp, something like that. So, some good opportunities for you there. And I believe that just about covers it. Was there anything else we had for the people today? No. Um, if you enjoyed the deep dive with Mike Somich, where we talked about the Derby, we're going to have him on Brown Bags tomorrow, talk Preakness. So we will, we'll have our, our picks as normal, but we'll do about 15 minutes just kind of quickly we've never going. We've done a horse show. Yeah, we've never done one. It'll be, and that's the thing. We know Candace. We should have Candace talk horses sometimes, get her, get her to talk with us. We know Definitely horse will. people. Uh, but yeah, Mike, Not Mike was kind enough to join us tomorrow. We'll have him on to talk Preakness. He'll quickly go through some of the horses you should know. The Preakness sneaks up on people, but I definitely will be betting horses this weekend. So yeah, join us tomorrow for picks and analysis like usual, but also uh, a fun guest. We'll get into little horses and yeah, thanks. Retweet, like, subscribe, rate, review, Thumbs up if you're in the YouTube chat and check you later. Have a good Thursday night football. See you tomorrow, folks.